for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. While you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts, which are updated daily. Hope you all had a great weekend. We've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we're going to skim through some news topics and uh, discuss some things with uh, Rob, as always. Hope uh, you're all doing well. I want to start off talking about President Joe Biden and his vice president, Kamala Harris, and how the media continues to not hold them accountable whatsoever. Um, we look at Joe Biden this past week, had one of the most embarrassing gaffes in modern history where he is actually calling out for uh, Jackie Walorowski. Uh, sorry if I mispronounced her last name, but he was actually calling out for her in a room after she had passed away um, several weeks ago. And the media came out and defended him to no surprise, particularly the women on The View. They came out and said, oh, this could happen to anybody. Uh, Republicans are ageist. They don't like old people and uh, things like this. That's what they were saying. Well, if that wasn't bad enough, his vice president, Kamala Harris, did not do any better on her uh, trip over to the Koreas, South Korea, in fact. She said that she was um, in North Korea. She basically called South Korea. North Korea said that we had a great alliance with North Korea which could not be more uh, from the truth. So that's very interesting to see. And here you have the media, like I said, the view not holding these leaders accountable, particularly Joe Biden in his dementia. I think uh, Kamala Harris probably just did have a blunder, but Joe Biden, this guy is senile. He probably did think Jackie was in the room. They probably said something about Jackie before he went up there for the speech. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, Jackie's here, huh? Because I I'm, I don't even know if the guy knew that she was dead. What do you think, Rob? Well, I thank everyone for joining us tonight. And as you said, we're going to do our usual weekend wrap-up on Monday. And just to get directly to the point, to our topic, uh, talking uh, topics, he, he knew she was dead because when she died, when she had the accident, he acknowledged it. And during another meeting, subsequent meeting, they made reference to it. He said, we wanted to honor her. And I think they even had the uh, flags drawn at half staff. And I think she this happened during the week that the that Queen Elizabeth died. So he was aware of it. He forgot one it point. At, at one point in time, as is so many other incidents. He remembers at one point in time, he remembered killing or allowing the soldiers, 13 soldiers to be killed in Afghanistan when he tried to hurriedly rush out so that he could claim a victory. He remembered saying that he's going to remove student debt from the obligors and move it to the taxpayers. He remembers saying that we need to have a transgender day. He remembers saying that you can't, parents can't interfere with the education of their children. He remembers a lot of these things, but yet and still the things that matter, he forgets. How interesting, how convenient. He forgot that he said, we want to raid Mar-a-Lago because he's my opponent, he being former President Trump, and I want to stop him by any means necessary. He forgot, however, that he said that we should defund the police. 
well, he's telling us that he forgot. Whereas in the back room, he continues, tries to move toward defunding the police. And now that there's complete chaos in a lot of American cities, it's, I didn't say it, they said it. Oh, really? And we have been on this show night after night after night, cautioning Republicans, conservatives, that this is going to happen. You must be prepared to push back. You must be prepared to handle this conversation, to take it by the horns and say, it was not us, it was them. And then you must come out on a daily and nightly basis and run the tape over and over and over again. I don't care if people get tired of it. You have to keep reminding them. But Republicans aren't doing that. They're deviating. They're fighting in between the party. Do we want Trump? Do we not want Trump? Forget about Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell is a god darn loser. You will lose everything waiting for Mitch McConnell. Forget about him. He's an old fart. Yes, he's a Republican. He's in power right now. He won his election thanks to Trump who helped him, thanks to us Republicans who helped him. But other than that, he doesn't care if they lose. He wants to be in the minority. You guys must take control of the narrative. Biden is an old fart. He is senile. His cognitive skills have been compromised. Why aren't you pushing every day to say he needs to take a comprehensive test? Yes, he went in and he took the precursor, the uh, you know, test that they usually take for a president to say, well, he's fit to serve. But cognitively, what about that test? Trump gave in to them and he took the test and they still weren't satisfied because they didn't like the results. And they kept spinning a lie. They spent that lie the entire time he was in office. Why aren't you guys doing the same thing to Joe Biden? The American people need to know. He forgot that Jackie was dead. He completely forgot. Or did he forget or was he living back in time? Expecting her to say, oh, Mr. President, here I am. He forgets half of his cabinet members. If he's going to forget the woman that he goes to bed with his wife of how many years, of course he's going to forget something as simple that this woman lost her life in a car crash. And there have been so many other little forgetful moments. I say little, but they're huge. And the world leaders are looking at this and they're laughing. They know that this guy is incompetent. But for some reason, people, well, we got to respect the office, the high office of the land. Yes, we're respecting it. All the more reason to remove him. Look at how many times they kept saying Trump is senile. Trump is going crazy. He needs to, we need to invoke the 25th Amendment. And you actually had people within his cabinet. Kelly, Mad Dog Mattis, Tillerson. Nikki Haley wrote all about it. Why aren't people talking about her book? Why aren't people saying, yep, they did say it? They wanted to remove President Trump because they said, oh, he's seen now. He's going crazy. He's a madman. Mark Miley. All of these people were working against the president. The president being President Trump, the 45th president. No one seemed to think it, was, it mattered, like it was okay. Had this happened in any other administration, people would have been shouting treason. The New York Times, Washington Post. Now imagine had they wanted to remove President O'Biden. I mean, not O'Biden, that's something that Biden would say, but Obama. They're one and the same anyway, O'Biden. <laughs> I mean, the combination of the two. But just imagine had they said, let's remove Obama. 
after Fast and Furious, after the Lewis Lerner incident. We would have heard shouts of racism. They don't like him. They're saying that he's incompetent. Well, yeah, he is incompetent. But when Trump was there, get rid of him nonstop. And now Biden, a man who is cognitively challenged, who is not fit to serve. Quiet. No one wants to say anything about it, save Marjorie Taylor Greene. She came out and said from day one, we should impeach the president and people, some people, oh, this is too early. We, we can't do it now. We can't talk about this. We need to focus on other things. But she was right. We should have at that moment in time said, let's impeach him. Let's get rid of him. But they didn't. Now, granted, if we get rid of him, who's going to step in? Kamala Harris, who doesn't know if we're allies with North Korea or South Korea. And the media just moves right on over it. But remember when Dan Quayle, I was a kid then, was in office. Dan Quayle, and he put an E on the end of potato. He never lived that down. And you know why? Because they never wanted him to be the vice president because they were afraid. They were afraid that the first George, w, the first George Bush, if he did die, Dan Quayle would move in. Dan Quayle was young. So some of them, they said he'd look like, I think it was, who was the actor that everyone loves? That, oh, he looks like a movie star, Robert Redford. So they didn't like him. He didn't have a chance going in. And everyone thought the guy was dumb. I thought he was dumb. And why? Because of one little mistake? And look at the mistakes coming from Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. No one has called them on it. If anything, they've given them cover. I'm surprised at some of the right arm of the Republican Party media that don't call these guys out. Some of them do. Some of the, the commentators do. But like the bread bears, no, nah, he won't do it. Because he'll say, I'm a journalist. Okay, you are a journalist. All you have to do is just say, she made, this is a serious mistake she made. Why aren't she, why is she being held accountable? at the same level that we would hold anyone else accountable. And the same with Joe Biden. Why aren't they saying we really do need to have a cognitive test done, especially in this day and age, especially where the country is headed toward, especially with what's going on on the world stage with Russia, with Putin saying, hey, I've got some nukes here, with Putin making an alliance with China and with India and trying to move out America and our currency. This is serious stuff, but Americans are completely unaware because the media is not letting them know it. Imagine if these two, three countries pull together, and then we know that China is already in our backyard in Brazil, and say, well, we won't do business with any of you unless you use our currency. Do you actually think that they're going to look to America and say, okay, what are you going to do for us? Joe Biden probably can't even find Brazil on a map. We know that Kamala can't. She's at the DMZ, and she's saying, oh, we're friends with North Korea. We're our allies. All she had to do was read the script. Or could it be that someone tried to sabotage her? Could it be that they purposely put North Korea there? Now, I admit, sometimes when I'm talking, 
we're on after dark with Robin and Andrew. I might call a name, get a name confused or something, but I'll come back the next day and I'll correct it. I mean, when we're here talking, I have my Google open just in case I'm like, wait a minute, did I get this name wrong? Case in point, Marjorie Taylor Greene. When I said her name, I'm like, wait, did I say the right name? So I was Googling to make certain. So this is real time and we're making certain that we get you the right information because there's so much that's happening. And when you, you have a talk shoe like this, you might slip up, you might make a mistake, but you can always correct it. What's her excuse? She has all of these writers around her and she was looking down on a piece of paper. Who put down North Korea and not South Korea? And something that you said, Andrew, about the women on the view, they're saying, oh, Republicans, they don't like people that are going, getting old. Okay, if that's the case, she's not as old as Joe Biden. He could probably be her dad. What's her excuse for getting it wrong? And them pushing this thing with ageism, and then you have all the other media outlets, they're jumping on it. Well, they don't like him because he's old or because he's aging. That's a simple mistake. As Brett Humes on Fox News said once, he said, Joe is about my age. He said, and sometimes I forget things. And we've got to accept the fact that as we age, some of us will forget things. Some of us won't, like Donald Trump, still like the Energizer Bunny, still as sharp as ever. Even Bernie Sanders, who's older than Joe Biden. Bernie Sanders, I think, is 80 or 81. But still, Joe can't get it right. And as I've said before, yeah, it's ageism. It's also something dealing with his cognitive ability. I'm not a doctor. I just play one on After Dark with Robin Andrew. I can read. I can look at the signs. I've had loved ones who suffer from dementia, who've had Alzheimer's, and Joe has all the symptoms. Though some will say, oh, but at, at times he's out there and he's knocking it out of the water and he's giving these speeches. Yeah, there are moments of clarity. But if you notice, they will pick and choose when he's going to speak, the days and the time. And if he says he's going to do it at 10 o'clock, well, he's not going to do the speech until 1 o'clock because he has to warm up. It takes time for him to warm up. And then they're probably shooting him up with a lot of vitamin B and vitamin C to help him out with his cognitive ability. But no one wants to talk about that. If it were Trump, they would mention it nonstop. They would even ask, does he have any venereal diseases? Really? Well, why don't we just ask Joe, are you cognitively struggling? But no one wants to. So instead, we'll say, oh, it's ageism that the media, they don't like when people get old. And then that woman, Sonny Hostin on The View, she's, she's this, they call her Sonny Hostin. And we know that she has another name. And we talked about this before when she was attacking Nikki Haley. Her name should be her being Sonny, Sonny Hostel. This woman has an advanced degree from an Ivy League school, Notre Dame. And she was a former federal prosecutor. And look at how far she has fallen. And why? For clicks, for money? Just so that she could get people's attention. So she wants to throw out their ageism. Look at how people will sell their soul to the devil. And for what? a moment of pleasure, a moment of uh, accolades of popularity. This is, this is what it's about. As opposed to being afraid for the country, 
at what we're encountering with crime here at home, and then on the world stage, the threat of World War III. I'll continue this on the other side of the break. Yeah, well said. And Biden's press secretary, Karen Jean LaPere, uh, she was actually grilled on it, which was surprising by the media. Uh, she was asked several times, why did Biden make this mistake? Why did he call out for a dead person? Every time she'd come up with the same excuse that Jackie was on his mind. She was meeting with his family. Uh, he just uh, made a mistake because he was thinking of Jackie, which uh, I'm not buying. I think that he thought she was there. He was confused. Obviously, as Rob said, he knew she was dead at one time. We don't know if he uh, perhaps forgot. We're going to continue this discussion in part two. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available Monday through Friday at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the povidone iodine-based nasal spray, Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20%. By using promo code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. So when we went to break, we were talking about, as always, Biden and his cognitive issues that he's suffering. And I mentioned that this is extremely dangerous, especially where we are now at this moment in history with Putin, Ukraine. Now, if you look back at some of our podcasts, you'll know that when this war took place with Putin, with Russia and Ukraine, we were rooting for Ukraine and hoping that they would be able to resist Russia and stand up. But we were also throwing caution to the wind. And we were saying that the United States should do all they can to support a free country. But again, the caution to the wind was that if we give Ukraine this money, what's going to happen with it? What are they going to do? 
But we also praised their president, Zelensky, for standing up to this big bully, Russia. But as time went on, and we saw the devastation in the country, it became apparent that, yeah, you'll be able to you know, stand up if you call that standing up and withstanding Putin's aggression. But when your country has been obliterated and you're still asking America, we need this, we need that, or else it'll be over. And here we are in October. And I don't think they got those fire pilots or jets that they wanted, Andrew. They got the money, but the jets they didn't get. Now, I know that we're secretly supplying them with arms uh, through whatever means, but they didn't get the jets, and they're still holding on. Now, if you look at the country, the country has been devastated. So it begs the question, what was it all about? Now, Putin, Putin had said, I don't want them to join NATO because I don't want NATO in my backyard. And you had some senators saying, join it. You had some saying, wait. You never get the real readout as to what's happening here. We do know that, unfortunately, Trump was impeached over this whole thing. Smoke screens and mirrors, and there was no one to stop the impeachment because the Democrats controlled both houses. And of course, the media wasn't going to call it out and say this is all political. I mean, and some would say, yeah, but the media calling out saying it was political. What is that going to do? I mean, they're just saying it. Yeah. But had they reported on it the way they should have, the way they did with this fake Russia collusion, the American people would have said, this is wrong. They would have stood up and then they would have started calling their representatives and senators and saying, this got to stop. We don't have time for this. But see, they didn't do that. Instead, they played along with it and said, oh, there's something nefarious here. We can't get them on Russia collusion because of Bill Barr, but there's something nefarious. We have all the players in line. Let's go after him now, which is what they did. They weren't able to remove him from office, but they impeached him. And I think, Andrew, going forward, this will probably be a line item on every president that you've got to be impeached. Hey, we didn't start this fire, but we'll put it out. So going back to this whole thing with Russia, and you know, and, and I'm going somewhere with this and Biden and is being cognitively challenged. So as I said, you never know what's actually happening because we don't have an honest media to report to us what's actually happening because they all have a dog in the fight. So what exactly is happening here? Well, let's just take a step back. Ukraine didn't have to join NATO. What does NATO do for us? Now, let's go back to what Trump was saying. Trump called out all these organizations. Back in the day, it was good to have. But now, 2022, we got to do something different. What is the purpose of having the UN here in, the United, in uh, New York City? And they were saying that the ground that the UN sits on, it's not part of America. It's separate unto itself. Okay. What is the purpose of having it here? What is the purpose of having NATO? All of these organizations are against Americans' interest. They're against America, but yet and still we have to fund them. Trump called that out, and people don't understand it, Andrew, because they're still living in the past. They think that we need these entities because they're going to, it's going to beholden all these other countries to us. No, it is not. They still work against us. 
Okay, well, we have these entities so that if one country attacks another, we'll all come in and we'll assist. No, it's always America going first. We're putting our children's lives on the line. We're putting money out there. We get nothing in return. We put the money out there and these countries come to the UN and they trash talk us. Well, we want to look after all of the civil rights of these countries and make sure that countries are doing things that are right. Okay, if that's the case, look at China. Granted, China isn't part of any of these organizations, but look at what China is doing to the Uyghurs, to its own citizens. And we're not saying anything about it. We're turning our heads. Why is that? Why aren't we defending these countries? But yet and still, we need the UN, we need NATO, and we're giving them all this money. And Russia is just poo-pooing all over us. Look at India. And it goes back to what I was saying during the first block of the show. China, Russia, and India, they're coming together to form their own currency. Brazil is already there. China is already funding Brazil with a lot of projects. So do you actually think those countries are going to go against China when China says, turn your back on America? No one is thinking about it. And the media will not tell us this. They'll say, oh, don't believe that until shit hits the fan. And then all at once, wait, we got to look at it. What's happening? It's time to go to war. And should we go to war? Who's going to fight the war? Do we have a military that's ready? No, we hear people saying, oh, we have the best military out there. Do we have the best military or the best artillery? There's a big difference. And if we have the best artillery, who knows how to operate it? Who knows how to operate our machines? Because the last time I looked, our military has missed all of its goals as far as recruitment. No one wants to go in. If anything, people are retiring. Why is that? Can anyone explain to me what's happening here? But yet, Mr. we're looking at, we need to make certain that Russia doesn't do this and Russia doesn't do what. Russia doesn't do what? What is happening? Why are we poking at this crazy bear knowing that if this man were to just go, okay, I've told you I'm going to use nuclear weapons, let me, let's do it. But we're sitting there saying, oh, he won't do it. He won't do it. I don't know if he will or if he won't. But do we want to test him? knowing that our military has been depleted because we got Mark Miley trying to introduce CRT and understand white rage. And he's not looking at Putin's rage. He's not looking at China's rage. We have missed our military marks as far as recruitment. People are looking the other way. And why wouldn't they when we have demonized men, when we have demonized white men? who usually are the first to go to war, they'll say, sign me up. The last I look, do you see a lot of Hispanics going in, a lot of Blacks? And then they're saying, well, why don't we allow the prisoners to go serve in the war? Are you serious? Okay, let's open up the prisons and let's get them into war. To them, that's freedom. They're going to side with the other, they're going to side with the other countries that want to defeat us. So where are we going to get the soldiers? Oh, at that point, when you start saying men and women are equal, oh, no, all at once, women will say, oh, these are my daughters. They're the future Americans. They're going to bear our babies. They can't go to war. They can't possibly go to war. So who's going to go? You have demonized the men, white males, 
who make up, make up a majority of our uh, armed forces. You've demonized them and told them that they're too toxic. No, we need toxic men like that fighting. Colonel, G Colonel Julie Hall even told us this. There's certain people that you want in the military. And I don't think, Andrew, the last I look, we want men who are trying to decide what nail polish to wear. We want men who are trying to decide, oh, I can have a baby. Really? They think about it because no one else is breaking this down because they're afraid to break it down. But I'm going to break it down to you. Who do you think are going to, who, who will go in and fight for us? We've got the strongest military and we can put something on them. Oh, yeah, I believe that. But what exactly can we put on them? What do we have to put on them? You see, <laughs> no one is thinking about that. No one's thinking about who's going to carry the artillery, who's going to have the guns. And if he were to say, Putin were to say, okay, let's launch a nuclear weapon, do you actually think Biden has with all to stop and think and say, what, what, what is our next move? Or is he going to go to Ron Klein, his White House chief of staff, or Susan Rice, or Barack Obama, who's still out there saying, oh, there's racism? See, he's getting you focusing on this whole thing with racism and not looking at, wait, there is a threat that's out there. We don't know if Putin will or he won't. We thought he wouldn't go into Ukraine, but he did. Now, do you guys actually think that he couldn't take out Zelensky if he wanted to? He knows what Zelensky is. Yes, Zelensky's army is probably beating them. And yes, we hear the stories about the Russians. They're fleeing. They're leaving Russia because don't, they don't want to fight the men. Yeah, but that's only half of the story. And yeah, we know that they're saying that, well, Jinping, he's looking down at, uh, at Putin because they were unable to uh, squash this thing and just really take out Ukraine. Yeah, he's looking at that. But he's also looking at, I can take Taiwan. They're looking at the long term, the long game. We can just sit back and let this play out. Because the Americans with their cognitively challenged president, and them trying to figure out if a man or a woman can have a baby, they're not even looking at the moves that I'm making on the, in their own hemisphere and in Africa. And they're pushing toward green energy, not knowing that they're going to have to come to me for it. No, no one's looking at that. We're busy focusing on other stuff, little frivolous things and making certain that there's diversity all over. But what about the diversity in the army? What about who's going to go out there and serve? You won't have a country if it's taken over. And you have all these people just looking the other way, living for the moment. Oh, I can say this and this is going to make me feel good. But the threat is real. If we don't have people to serve, we can forget about it. I don't care how good your ammunition is. I don't care how good you have the artillery that you have in your arsenal. Look at what happened in Af Afghanistan. That should have never happened. We should have been able to squash that. But could we? No. Why? Because we had a leader who was incompetent. If he was incompetent there, just imagine on the world stage. But the media isn't telling you that. They're telling you that, oh, we have the strongest army. Yeah, you know, China, they're coming, but they're light years away. Yes, I agree. 
China's army has never been in an all-out conflict. But do we necessarily need that now? We can have a cyber war. Well, we can beat them in cyber war. Okay, that's fine. Maybe we can. But look at all of our technology is sitting over there on, in China. Why hasn't anyone said China isn't a player fair? They're not playing fair. They're not a fair partner. Why aren't we moving our technology from China and back over here or moving it to some other country? Why is it still there? Who's looking out for America? We're busy allowing all these illegals to come here saying that they need, to, as Nancy Pelosi said the other day, Andrew, well, who's going to pick the, uh, the, the plantations in Florida? <laughs> Talk about racism and being a racist comment. We're basically trying to look after them and not all Americans. Apple should come back here. We can hire people here. Well, we don't have the skill set. Why don't we have the skill set? Well, I'll tell you why we don't have the skill set, because we're busy trying to look at diversity and equity. See, no one is connecting those dots together. They say we don't have the skill set. They say that our, our kids in school, they don't know anything. Why is that? Because we're busy trying to introduce things in our schools that have no rhyme or reason and should not be there. But no one is calling it out because they're afraid. You're making Biden seem as though he's a top dog with his aviator glasses on and Oh, he's this. Whereas he's forgetting half of the things that he's supposed to be saying. But yet still the media, they want to attack the right. When all we have to do is look at and see that this country is in jeopardy of collapsing. Socialism does not work. Communism does not work. But no one will come out and call it out because they're afraid. I might lose my job. I might lose my livelihood. I understand it. I get it. But you would think that the media would call this out and say, we're in dire straits. But they won't. Why? Why won't they? Because they want you to believe that we're the greatest country and we still have all this power. We're only as strong as the weakest link. And the weakest link is Joe. And if we can't call him out, if we can't say this man is cognitively challenged and we're up against something that's huge on the world stage, look at inflation here, look at recession, and he's saying that everything is okay because unemployment seems to be down low. Well, those are the people who went back to their jobs after it was shut down due to this pandemic. Meanwhile, Dr. Fracci and his wife, they're making a killing. They go from 7 million to 12 million. Nancy Pelosi, she's just, her coffers are overflowing with money. And they're busy trying to go after Donald Trump and say, well, he's a threat to democracy. They're putting up Liz Cheney, who's a multimillionaire, she and her dad. We have lost focus. We've taken our eyes off of things that really matter. And there will be a price to pay. I'm going to continue this on the other side of the break. Yeah, well said. Our President Joe Biden projects weakness and leaders like Z and Putin uh, can just smell the blood and they sense it. And that's why they're so emboldened to behave the way that they're behaving. And then you look at our uh, vice president, Kamala Harris. Earlier, we talked about her uh, gaffe on the um, DMZ line over there in South Korea. Well, she came out and caused panic after this hurricane, too, which, by the way, if you're a Florida resident or South Carolina affected by this hurricane, we hope that you're doing well and uh, your house and possessions are all safe as well as your family. But in a 
continue on, Kamala Harris has come out and actually said uh, that, that the Biden administration will focus on giving resources best on equity to communities of color. That's what she said. So I guess if you're white and poor and in Florida, the Biden administration is not worried about you. But Kamala Harris will never miss an opportunity to pander. And she's come out and said, oh, they're going to be looking out for people of color who lose their homes during this hurricane. Uh, Ron DeSantis, press secretary, actually called Harris remarks false and accused the vice president of causing undue panic. So these two just always getting in the way of the American people. They're never doing anything um, constructive and positive. They're just causing panic and divisiveness. This has been the Biden administration MO. If you're looking for better sleep, focus and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. And you can go to HealthyCell.com, check out all the great products, read the reviews, and save 25% off with the code OUTLOUD. We've never done this kind of deal before. You can now save 25% off at HealthyCell.com with the code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andy. This is Dr. Peter McCullough. Do you know there's no other condition that I'm aware of where vitamins and supplements make such a big difference than COVID-19. We have a, an abundance of data that we need to be replete with a variety of micronutrients, and that includes vitamins, minerals, and other substances our bodies need. I rely on Healthy Cell Super Boost. That's immune super boost. It's a, a gel pack that can be taken every day. I like to do it before I exercise and before I go out. It's a wonderful supplement. It gives me the immune super boost that I need. Go to HealthyCell.com, use the promotional code OUTLOUD, and get a discount on your first order. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Now the spirit of American liberty and justice is woven into the soul of America out loud. We invite you, friends, to invest some of your time with our magnificent family of experts, their minds and voices. It's all back at AmericaOutloud.com. Liberty and justice for all. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has. 
creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. This is the last segment of the show, and I'm just going to continue along the same lines, as I always do. We always do here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, because I think that it's important that we understand what we're up against, because the media is not being truthful. And as Andrew always says at the beginning of our show, you guys have got to share the podcast, not share the podcast because it's us talking. We would like to think that, but we're giving you critical information that you yourself can go and you can fact check us if you like, but you need to be aware as to what's happening. You need to be aware of what the media is doing and the media is playing a dangerous game with our future because they're not calling balls and strikes. They're not saying that Joe Biden is challenged. They're not saying that Kamala Harris is not fit to be president. Now, just imagine if we were to impeach Joe Biden and remove him. Let's say this November, people voted the way they should. And they said that we're tired of the criminal activity because that's at the top of the list. I don't care what you do. You can have all the jobs in the world. But if you cannot get criminal activity under control, you can forget it because people will be afraid to go to work. And because the Democrats were so forceful and shutting everything down and telling people to stay at home, don't go to work, work from home, people have gotten used to it. And now they're saying, I'm not going to put my life on the line by going into the office. I should be able to work at the office. I did it for two, work at home. I did it for two years. Why can't I do it now? Why should I have to venture out into the public and be killed? The media won't tell you that. Look at what happened in New York City the other day. I say the other day. I should just say on a daily basis, people are being slashed, stabbed, beaten, kicked, pushed. The woman on her way to work. And she was accosted. No, that's too kind of a word. She was brutally attacked by a crazy man, a black man. They say, oh, he was mentally ill and he had killed his grandma. He was out amongst us, criminals living amongst the law-abiding citizens, just waiting to explode. Beat this woman to a pulp. I'm surprised that she lived. Guys, go look at it on TV. Her name was Elizabeth Gomez. Google her name, New York City. Let's, you do some of the work. Google her name and look at what happened to her. There's a possibility she's going to lose one of her eyes. Possibly she could lose both eyesights. Will she be able to sue the city? Will she be able to sue Eric Adams, Alvin Bragg, the DA, Kathy Hochul, the governor? Can she sue them for millions of dollars like some of these other criminals have done? And it's all about diversity. It's all about equity. They're giving a lot of these Black people money. Oh, they were in jail for too long. We're going to give them $2 million when they get out. Because what we're trying to do is we're trying to even the playing field and create wealth. That's not a way to create wealth, especially if they don't know how to handle the money, especially if it's my taxpayer money that you're giving them through insurance policies. Look it up. But people will go to the polls this November and vote the wrong way, and this will continue. 
because the media isn't telling you you need to vote because your life is dependent upon it. If you don't vote, you could die. If you don't vote, you could be the next Elizabeth Gomez. You could be the next victim of Daryl Brooks. They won't tell you. They'll just say, oh, no, we're looking at diversity and they, they've done black people wrong all these years. And when you look at history, people all across, throughout history have had met with adversity. Different countries, the same thing. Why is it now that you want to focus on one group? Well, you want to focus on it because you want their votes. You're not going to do much of anything else for them. Here we are in 2022. You would think since the civil rights that the blacks would be in a better playing field than they are now, but they're not. Why? Well, because of Democrats. Democrats control, control everything. They weren't letting blacks in to have jobs or women. But now all at once, it's like, oh, we're going to give this to you. And the only thing they seem to be given to is to the criminals, letting criminals rule the day, rule the night. But yet, still, they won't tell us this. They're making you think that you're the bad guy. The other day, I always say the other day, <clears throat> I was reading, just going back to what's happening and the media not making you aware of it. Jamie Lee Henry and wife, Anna Gabriellen. Jamie is a woman, but no, how dare I say that? See, this is what they want. They want you to get tripped up on your words. Jamie is not a woman. Jamie is a man pretending to be a woman. That's what Jamie is. Jamie is a man pretending to be a woman who married a woman. It makes absolutely no sense. Why would Jamie have to pretend to be a woman to marry a woman? Jamie, just stay a man. But I digress. Jamie Lee Henry, a man pretending to be a woman, and his wife, Anna Gabriellian, both serve in the military, were recently indicted on charges of conspiracy. The media won't talk about it, quiet as it's kept. They won't say anything about Jamie Lee Henry and his wife, Anna Gabriellian. Why, why won't they talk about it? Well, because if they were to talk about it, they'll think that, oh, we're saying that all transgenders are crazy. Well, hey, if the shoe fit, wear it. But they're the first Army's openly transgender officer was indicted Thursday of last week on charges of trying to provide American soldiers medical information to the Russian government. Why were they doing that? This man served in the Army. Why was he trying to give soldiers information, medical information to Russia? And then from Russia, it would probably go to China. This should be of grave concern. This should be on all the papers. But it isn't. Now, had Jamie Lee Henry been a Republican or a conservative or a MAGA follower, Jan 6 committee would be talking about it. CNN would be talking about it. MSNBC would be talking about it. The Washington Post, New York Times, and everyone in between. We wouldn't get enough of it. But because Jamie Lee was transgender, just like Rachel Levin, nothing's going to be said. There is a dangerous element in our society. The media is without a doubt a threat to our democracy. I don't care how many times it's mentioned in the Constitution. And as Clarence Thomas once said, we need to relook at what the Constitution was talking about the media. The media needs to be challenged. No one wants to challenge it. 
I am from the media. I have a journalism degree, and I will agree that we need to relook at what the media is doing and has done to our country because they have destroyed the country along with the Democrats and these crazy woke people. We need to look at it because what's happening right now should not be happening. Never in a million years would we have thought that we'd be encountering what we're encountering now with the media. And why is that? Because no one wants to hold them accountable the same way no one wants to hold Joe Biden accountable. It's ageism. They don't like him because he beat Trump. Well, he didn't beat Trump. They cheated. And we should be allowed to say it. Jamie Raskin, one of the biggest defenders of Jan 6. Every election year when a Republican has won, he has come out and challenged the vote. The media won't say anything about it. The only thing they'll say is, well, Trump, he was saying that he was trying to overthrow. What was Jamie doing? Look at all the other Democrats. They did the same thing. Look at what happened in 2020. That was a huge event. But the media is playing up Jan 6 as if though it was the last days of the Roman Empire, that our democracy was under threat. What democracy are you guys talking about, pray tell? Because you certainly don't like our democracy because you want to get rid of the Constitution. You have commentators on PMS, NBC, and CNN constantly attacking the Constitution. You have this one guy, Izo Mazel, who was on The View saying that the Constitution wasn't written for him. So what democracy are they talking about? You see, they're lying to you. They have you thinking that democracy is under threat by the right-wing MAGA extremist, when it is they the ones who want to tear down democracy, get rid of the constitution. But you see, you don't realize it because they're not telling you, they're not showing it to you. They're telling you that it is this group that's doing it. And we have Jan 6 to point to, but they won't call out themselves every day on a steady diet. They're talking about getting rid of the Constitution, how it doesn't make any sense, how it wasn't meant for certain people. They're talking about the 1619 Project and CRT. And you're thinking, oh, yeah, maybe we should look at it. No, that's them trying to tear down democracy. What happened on Jan 6? They were trying to defend democracy. As we've always seen it. Remember the Boston Tea Party? Remember all those people who were fighting against the tyranny? They say, it can't be this way. And then we go and tell other countries like Iranians, you guys need to stand up against that, that government if you don't like it. Stand up against it and throw it out. But when it happens on our soil, we, oh, no, no, that's, that's not it. You see how they turn the table? They get you thinking about something else? Because the media would not be truthful. The media is a threat to our democracy. The media wants to control things. And please don't tell me that CNN, they're changing. No, they're not changing. CNN will not change until they get rid of everyone who's there. The man at the top now, he's moving too slow because he should have already identified these are the people we need to get rid of. And if he has Jake Tapper still there, and if Don Lemon goes from nighttime to morning time, it is still a threat to democracy. They need to get rid of them all. And if they're looking at bringing Joe Scarborough over just for ratings, it is still a threat to democracy because these people can't speak truth to power. They will praise Zelensky. 
Putin, as I said, if Putin wanted to, he could take the guy out. He knows where the guy is. This is just a game of cat and mouse. But Putin, he's doing this, and we, this guy, he's a madman. Remember, Andrew, they had told us back, I think, in April that Putin was going to die, that he looks bad, and he's swollen. He must be taking chemo. Someone told us that he has cancer. Oh, and we don't see him. He might be dead. Here we are, October 2022. Putin is still on the world stage. They told us the same thing about little rocket man. Oh, we haven't seen him. He must be dead. Someone else is controlling things. And they is the, who's telling us this is the media. Making us think that these people are dead. They're not dead. They're still there in their little dens plotting against America. And we say nothing about it. Nothing at all. We seem to be okay with it. Why is that? because the media is dishonest. The media hates our values. The media wants to destroy the country. The media wants you to think that we can take on any adversary. Yeah, but how can you do it when you don't have the men to fight? I just told you that this Jamie Lee Henry, the transgender has been indicted for trying to give away medical records to Russia. And who knows who else? But these are the people they want in the military because they're going to be loyal and faithful. No, the hell they want. If you don't know if you're a man or a woman, why the hell would we put you on the front lines to fight? You won't know whose side you're fighting for. But this is what we're pushing. Meanwhile, the country is just falling apart. No, they don't like Joe because Joe beat Trump. No, Joe didn't beat Trump. Joe is cognitively challenged. Look at what has happened to this country since she's been in office. We are falling down and other countries are laughing at us. And when all they said, oh, they were laughing at Trump. No, they weren't. They were fearful. They were afraid. And now I hear, and we'll talk about this probably tomorrow, that Trump is saying, look, I will broker a deal with Russia and Ukraine. And he could probably do it. Dennis Rodman, please give me a break. But the media would probably want to send Dennis Rodman. Trump could probably do it. But <laughs> who am I to say so? I am just an American patriot that loves this country and sees what's happening to this country. And we need to wake up, Andrew, and realize it. Because if we don't, that's it. America will cease to exist. So I, I ended tonight just pleading with you folks to wake up, call out the media, be prepared to vote in November. Yeah, very well said. Get out and vote Republican this November, as we always say, even if uh, you've got a rhino perhaps running in your district. Primaries are over, even if he's running against a Democrat. Um, I'm voting for that rhino. Um, you got to get rid of these Democrats. They are dangerous and they are abusing their power on a weekly and daily basis. 
And uh, we definitely are counting on our fellow Americans to get out and vote red, have a huge red wave in November. Let's hope some of these polls like Pennsylvania and Georgia are off. I think they might be because Biden has been a disaster. It's hard for me to believe that people are actually happy with the job that Joe Biden and the Democrats are doing. So I think all these elections are at play for us in November. The media wants us to think, oh, Oz is down, Herschel Walker down the republicans aren't going to take back the senate but that's what the media wants us to think that's not necessarily the reality of the situation thank you all for joining us on after dark with robin andrew on america out loud which is available on iHeartRadio, spotify stitcher pandora wherever you stream please like subscribe leave us a five-star review or go to americaoutloud.com where you can click the listen live tab for 24 7 talk radio We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.